Welcome to Afton Unplugged, a podcast by the Afton School District that highlights the people and stories that make the district great. I'm your host, Superintendent Travis Brock, and in the Afton School District, education is the most important thing we do. Individuals uh, representing the Afton Education Foundation. We have Angie Sakura and Judy Rethwich. And so let's start out by having them introduce themselves. Judy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I came to Afton in 1966, and that was over 50 years ago. And I actually officially retired around 2000, but since then I have kept working for the district as a part-time teacher and also as a contractor with the school district. All right. We're glad um, to have you. Yeah, keep going. <laughs> I could say that we're really an Afton family. I never expected to uh, be teaching with my daughter, but she also teaches in the district and is a fine teacher. And now both of my grandchildren are in the Afton schools. Elise is a junior at Afton High, and Clark is in the seventh grade at Rogers. All right. Well, we're glad to have all of them involved with the district. Uh, Angie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Hi. Um, my name's Angie Sikora. Um, I graduated from Afton in 1981. My maiden name um, is Shkodriani. Um, I married my high school sweetheart. We have three grown children. We live in the Afton zip code. We've settled there a long time ago, and um, we're very near my parents, who still live in Afton, so we're able to spend a lot of time with them, which is really nice. Um, I came to Afton the summer before third grade, and my mother will tell you, she's 81 now, but she tells everyone we moved to Afton specifically for the schools oh, and the quality education that Afton was known for back then, and, and we'll get into this, but is still known for. Mm -hmm. um, I, w I attended Revis, Gotch, uh, McKenzie Junior High, which is now Rogers, mm -hmm. and Gaunt for ninth grade, and then the high school. So um, I just had a wonderful experience at Afton. I have a lot of lifelong friends that were made there that we still get together with on a regular basis. And about eight years ago, I was honored to join the board of the Afton Education Foundation. And that's just been a wonderful experience. And I uh, took on the role of board president a few years ago. All right. Well, thanks for those introductions, uh, obviously between the two of you. A lot we could probably spend hours just talking mm -hmm. about all the different things you remember from Afton or what makes it special but today we want to specifically hear about the Afton Education Foundation and uh, school districts having foundations is really nothing new but I do think there's a lot of special things that have, have become a part of the Afton Education Foundation and we'd like to hear a little bit about that. So Angie, you mentioned your current role as AEF president. Can you tell us a little bit about what are some of the key priorities of AEF? Sure. Um, you know, so quite simply our mission is to support Afton teachers and students um, through teacher grants for classroom enrichment programs and also to provide college scholarships. 
So um, the, the teacher grants can be anything from funding an educational field trip to some classroom resources like instruments for the music classroom or um, technology or like for example last year one of the interesting things we supported was um, microscopes mm. in the science classroom at Rogers Middle School um, and also a 3D printer so um, th that's an example of some of the grants part of that funding it also involves funding the AP exams so um, we give a nice grant to the high school every year to help curtail the cost of that. A typical cost for an AP exam would be $97, but with our grant, the students only pay $40 for that. Mm -hmm. And of course, we have our AEF scholarships, um, which um, is, is just a wonderful opportunity for so many students. It's a $2,500 scholarship for four years. So it's, it's a substantial amount that can really make a difference to a student in allowing them to get to their first choice college or to even get to college at all. And another thing that we, um, that we fund every year are the college visits. Mm -hmm. So the juniors and the seniors get to go on day trips to visit and tour colleges throughout the region. Um, I believe this month they're going to see Drury and Missouri State. And then in October they're going to see Truman State and Westminster. And these are funded by AEF and it's a great opportunity for the kids to go out and tour multiple campuses before they make a decision on where to attend college. All right. Uh, Judy, when you think about teacher grants, uh, college scholarships, and the college trips that AEF sponsors, what comes to mind? What are, what are, you, what are some important things that you think uh, people should know in addition to what Angie mentioned? Well, we gave uh, 432000 in grants last year. We're up to 412 grants total in the last 16 years, wow. which is quite a bit of money. And that all goes directly to teachers for things that they use special in their classroom that does not come out of their regular budget. Mm -hmm. It's supposed to be something kind of neat that they can get that they may not get <clears throat> every year. And then on the scholarships, we have given 636,000 scholarships out so far. And uh, we tried to give about 17 a year. Okay. And it's, it's not a complicated process. We have a committee that picks both of those things. Angie and I do not do that. We just stand there and <laughs> all right. make sure that the, uh, our board is a working board and they make all the choices. Gotcha. Well, that's good. Yeah, as you mentioned, certainly you two have a lot of responsibilities, but uh, these things don't just happen because one or both of you decided. Mm -hmm. So that's a good point that there is a board, there's others that like to get involved and uh, certainly awarding the teacher grants and awarding the scholarships is how you get a lot of other people involved as well. Uh, so I know you have a couple events that I think maybe help raise funds to support these things that we've talked about. So let's talk a little bit about what are some, some of those events that um, AEF hosts that help you be able to do uh, these things that we just talked about. Well, coming up this fall, we have an annual golf tournament, and this tournament 
um, supports a scholarship, a scholarship specifically in memory of Coach Art Hill, mm-hmm. who is a beloved coach that um, made a really good impression on so many students throughout his career. Um, the golf tournament is a, a lot of fun. It's October 15th at um, Forest Park, um, but it's really just a great day for alumni to get together and spend some time together, and all the proceeds go to funding this scholarship, which is one of the $2,500 a year scholarships, and it's it's usually for a scholar athlete, okay. um, which is really not um, one of the... Uh, credentials for all of the other AEF scholarships. And our largest fundraiser is our Hall of Fame Gala, which is usually in the spring or on this coming year in 24. It's on March 2nd at Greenbrier Hills Country Club. And this is like a dinner auction, and we spend the evening honoring new inductees into the Afton Hall of Fame. And it's it's a, a great night. It's full of fun. We have a lot of Afton alumni, teachers, Um, families there supporting the Hall of Fame inductees and we do an auction and all of the proceeds from that night go to specifically to the teacher grants. Gotcha. Okay. Well that's a that's a great event and I know um, specifically that event has kind of evolved over time hasn't it? Uh, I I remember you know uh, where it started so I joined the district in 2012 and to where it is now still same same goals and same mission but what are some of the ways that maybe that has evolved to to meet to meet your needs and everyone else's needs well um you know over the years it's we've moved around to different um event centers you know um one of the things that we did about five years ago that was really fun we sponsored a mega reunion so that was a little different than our typical hall of fame gala and we actually had 500 people, alumni, show up to this. Wow. And it was just a wonderful evening, and we had um, a, a group of panelists, esteemed alumni, um, up on stage in the Judith Rethwich Auditorium. <laughs> yeah. And um, it was just a great night to hear them all talk about their fond memories of Afton and how Afton influenced their lives and their careers. And, um, you know, really cool to have John Goodman on stage and to, to literally tell the crowd that the first thing he does when he comes home to St. Louis is to drive around the high school, <laughs> not once, but twice, just to soak it in <laughs> and to hear Bill Thompson tell stories. And, um, you know, it, it's, it's things like this that we really try to cultivate because, um, you know, AEF is really a grassroots organization. And it's built on um, everyone's fond memories from Afton. So um, getting back to your question about how the gala has evolved, it, you know, it's really, you know, we, we stick to what works. And what works is honoring our Afton alumni. So the key thing every year is to choose some esteemed alumni that we think, you know, deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. And we build it around them and honoring them. And then the auction um, and uh, the dinner and all of that comes with it. But it's it's a wonderful night of just Afton Fellowship. Great. Well, I'm fortunate to, to have been a part of that the last few years. And certainly you mentioned uh, coming back to the high school a couple of years ago. That was a very, very special event. And not just because it was on campus, but because of the individuals that were involved. And, and there were uh, definitely quite a few people that also, I think, felt like they needed to come back because it was a, it was a special opportunity. Uh, so that, 
that gives us a little bit of a, an understanding of kind of what you're currently doing. Um, but also, I know there's a history to how AEF started. Um, it was started uh, quite a while ago. And so, Judy, uh, tell us about how AEF started. What's the story behind AEF? Well, it's a good one <laughs> because Afton is a special place. And I think we have the kind of foundation we do because of that. Mm -hmm. And so you have to go back and see whose shoulders you stood on. Mm -hmm. And um, <clears throat> when I came in 1966, I interviewed with uh, Mr. Manier, who was a superintendent. And he was a superintendent for 33 years. But when I had a chance to teach with the staff, I could not believe the expertise these people had. Mm -hmm. And I knew I was in a high-powered place. Good. So uh, we went on uh, with that, and that kind of gave us the foundation. And later they built a high school in 1956. And then you had people like um, Bob Burnett come on, uh, Mr. Bukowski, Mr. Sherman, Mr. Scalay, all of those teachers, and of course, Doris Aarons, who everybody said, I never have to take another English course after having her. So with that kind of integrity, a foundation really worked. And what happened is that when I retired, I went to the superintendent and said, I'd like to start an alumni association. And she said, well, I just got this letter, and they're going to have a foundation. Why don't you go down to the meeting? And that's how it started. Not knowing that Gay Tompkins was also part of this whole thing uh -huh. that we were working on. And she immediately had a list of alumni. And the very first president we had was Jim Mann. And he had just done the whole farce. Forest Park forever and he okay. had run that whole campaign so she said we're going for the best fundraiser we can find uh, Jim Mann also had a mother who worked in the high school office then we went to John Sandberg who is a very well-known lawyer here and his mother also was in the business office here um, then we went to Bill Thompson and his mother, also Amanda Thompson, worked in the finance firm. So all these people had connections <laughs> yeah. back to Afton. And uh, then we, we asked Jack Musgrave to come on, and his mother was a second grade teacher. <laughs> so we had all these people who had connections with the district, but they also had these fantastic careers. What happened next, I don't think would happen in too many districts. What happened is that eight alums who were very wealthy met all alone at a restaurant someplace, did not tell me, did not <laughs> tell Gay, and decided that we needed a certain amount of money to do this so that we could have the returns off of it to start working. And they pledged to each other that they would all finance all of this and then Bill Thompson came in with his uh, matching, which was he would give us 250000 if we would give him 250000 Gotcha. So the alums started all this oh. correctly. They not only had the expertise, but they had the finances. Mm -hmm. I think the interesting thing about it is John Sandberg joined the board and is still on it. 
Jack Musgrave is still on it. Most of those people who were originally on the board are still on the board after 16 years. So that says something special, I think, about Afton. And that's what really makes, makes it all work. Yeah, I think, uh, man, you hit the nail on the head. It, uh, you know, half of being successful is organizing for success. And it sounds like a lot of people with a lot of foresight, a lot of expertise, weren't just looking at let's do something good for one year. They, mm -hmm. they had quite a vision of, of what this could be. And you guys are certainly integral with keeping that going. And it's also nice to hear that they can, a lot of them continue to be involved. They, they want to see it through for, for years and years. Yes. Well, and I, you know, that's what makes this so remarkable is, you know, Afton is a small school district. And I, I just continue to be amazed by all the people Judy just mentioned and the fact that they graduated from Afton and went on to have these stellar careers, but they keep coming back and they keep giving back to Afton. And I think that's something unique and special about Afton. Um, you know, that we have these people that are just, you know, they still want to come back and keep that Afton tradition going. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, that's what makes an impression on me in regards to, you know, even if people don't literally come back and live in Afton, they feel some sort of responsibility to making sure that our kids and our teachers that are here now have the same opportunities or maybe even better opportunities than what they had. Um, and so even though they may live around the country, they may live around St. Louis or Missouri, uh, they still have that connection of, of wanting to come back to Afton and, and give back. So, And that ties to what I talked about in the beginning, that we had those people whose shoulders we could stand on, not just these people, but mm -hmm an excellent faculty and they gave the kids such a good education that mm -hmm. they loved their school and they come back and attribute a lot of their success to Afton School District and it still happens today. We have a fine, fine staff at the high school right now and I think they know where they came from mm -hmm. and they know the people uh, before them and how they felt about education and how the administration handles it today to keep that quality up. Yeah, it, it is amazing just uh, myself looking through some of the uh, materials we have here at Central Office and just sometimes looking at the staff members that were on staff. You know, in the 60s, you mentioned the first superintendent. I can't imagine being superintendent for over 30 years, much less being in education for, for that long. So yeah, lots of lots of people who set a great foundation. And uh, I know you, you got a chance to know some of them personally, but I've certainly kept up with what some of their accomplishments and contributions were. I, I know we've covered a lot um, from things that you're currently immersed with to kind of how things started. Anything else um, as we kind of wrap up the episode that you think might be important for people to know about AEF? Well, um, uh, this past year I did a little bit of research just to be curious about other foundations in the region. And um, what I found pretty much um, solidified my feeling about this. The AEF Afton Education Foundation is truly unique. Uh, the amount of scholarships that we have given out consistently year after year and teacher grants is far and above what other school um, foundations are doing in the region. So again, that just, you know, 
uh, verifies what everything Judy just said about how unique this is. Um, and one other thing I forgot to mention earlier as far as the scholarships go, a few years back we, we received a very generous grant from Bill and Nancy Thompson to add two new scholarship opportunities focused on community college and trades. Mm. So now we're also supporting the students who are on a different path than a four-year university. So we're really proud of that and I'm looking forward to, to helping and supporting more students through that as well. Mm -hmm. And I was really pleased to see the portrait of a graduate. And most of the things on there is just exactly what these students need for this new generation of communication. So we have been so blessed with the immigrants who've come into our school district and we're looking forward to, the, to that middle class drive that, that you try to give them so that they can contend with what they're gonna be facing because the world is much more complicated. So we're looking for what new things can we do. Yeah, and I think those things were well said. I can attest, again, we could go on for a lot more time just with the impact that I think AEF has had, uh, your focus on career and college readiness, that does uh, bear out in a number of things that people like to know. How is the district doing with um, you know, getting kids into college or having kids pursue careers that are very meaningful? And so I think um, the foundation plays a key part in that. Certainly, it's very rewarding helping an individual student. You know, that, that's a lot of times where things get emotional mm -hmm. is when you can see that you're helping an individual student. But I also think uh, over the years it's had just a, a profound impact on the Afton School District. And so I appreciate that and just know that gets noticed from, from the job I do as superintendent. Thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy to support it. And again, I do think this is a, one of those you know, hidden gems. Um, hopefully people in Afton know about it, uh, but I also think people would be amazed at what, what is accomplished here um, in comparison to other districts. So, Anything else before we sign off from either one of you? Um, just a last minute mention of the Hall of Fame. We're always looking for new uh, nominees. So if any alumni out there or anyone wants to nominate an Afton alumni, they can go to our website, aftoneducationfoundation.org, and there's a nomination form there. And um, we thank you for this opportunity to spread the word about AEF and helping us to support more uh, teachers and students. All right, well, I'm happy to do it. And again, uh, thanks to Judy Rethwich and Angie Sikora for uh, joining me and hearing more about Afton Education Foundation. And if you ever have any comments, questions, or feedback about Afton Unplugged, you can contact us at info, I-N-F-O, at aftonschools.net. And again, thanks for joining me. Thank you. Soundstripe. Thanks for listening to Afton Unplugged, a podcast by the Afton School District that highlights the people and stories that make the district great. In the Afton School District, education is the most important thing we do. We'll see you out there.